0: Hold on one second. You, you, you were going to give him Fournette and, uh, and, Tyreek. U, and Tyreek for Saquon just, and somebody else? Just Saquon. Just, Saquon? just, just Saquon? Saquon? Oh, you should have took that. Oh.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to week two of the Hawk Dog Report. As always, I am here with my co-host, Walker Tassen, and our producer, owner of I'm so hyphy hyphy Andrew Chang. What's up, fellas?
0: Everything's good, man.
1: How you doing? Excellent, excellent. A rough week for my team. We'll get into that, but we got some we got some headlines. So let's get right to them. Um, a lot happened this week, but we're gonna really target one thing here first to get us going. Um, we had a trade controversy. Yes, we did. Um, a monumental, you think in in these times um, you would have less controversies like this, but I guess the more technology you have, um, the more chances for Cole to completely F up his roster and send um, Deontay
0: Johnson for a backup running back. (laughs) Luke Duke's response was great. He's like, well, he could get hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like...
1: So Luke Duke is thinking what about Cole that he would take that trade?
0: I, yeah, I mean, I thought early that uh, Luke Duke singled out Cole and he, uh, he, you know, it's like that moment in uh, Waterboy where he's like trying to look at the guy to kick the outsides kick to. He's like, there's my bitch. Oh <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's like the prison yard. <laughs>
0: Better watch your backfish,
2: because ain't gonna be there for you all the time. Because next time I come for you, I'm gonna want some cocktail fruit
1: yeah, and then it, the the shot just centers on Cole at home, um, as if he doesn't know anything about fantasy. So, and then to Luke Duke's surprise, maybe or maybe he was expecting it, that trade gets accepted, and then controversy
0: um comes right afterwards ensues. Yeah, I you know what? Uh, kudos to Cole though. I mean, Cole didn't want to just like you know he's like I did. He you know, he took the mistake. He ended up making another trade, Landry, for Deontay Johnson. But, uh, um, you know, he might have got rid of a – he's a fumbler. But, he uh, that Deontay Johnson looks pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's, it's almost like if he was in the prison yard, he took the beating um, and he got respect because of it.
0: <clears throat> yeah, he got jumped in, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it was a tough one because I think Bob had controlling power there. And he could have just vetoed it. Um, however, he you know he pushed for a more de- democratic process.
0: Um, yeah, you know I must say uh, Bob was a little. I was expecting Bob to be really decisive, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I, he must have been busy, or I don't know.
2: <laughs> he's, yeah,
0: it's like I don't even want to deal with this.
2: He's got a lot so, of shit going on. He's he's battling. He has a legal battle with his neighbor right now. His neighbors all hate his family, so I think this was like he was like, "I don't got time for this." Yeah, he can't, yeah. I he can't so work injury, out. Right?
0: He's got to spend an extra hour and a half with the
1: fam. Yeah. He's got the hernia. Um, he, You know what? The, I guess the toughest part about it is that Deontay Johnson immediately contributed for Luke's team. I know I was at Cole's on Sunday night, and he said he wouldn't have started him anyway. Um, He he had a cheerful disposition about it. But, you know, I think Cole's going to reframe this. You know, he's 0-2 right now, and Luke Duke got a real steal. Yeah. Um, But we had another great storyline this week, Um, a Sunday theme. We had some big comebacks.
0: Oh, yeah, that that was good to see, man. Grady and Tor, you know what? Nobody circles the wagons like Grady and Tor. No one circles
2: the wagons like the Buffalo Bills.
1: Yes, 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 just like our Buffalo Bills, Chris Berman, Tor. You know, here's how I look at Tor's team and just that comeback in general. He had Alvin Kamara, one guy going in to, to face the champ, still the champ, till he gives it up Very um, true. and without Michael Thomas, it appears that entire offense is centered around Alvin Kamara,
0: yeah, you know it makes you wonder like if tor uh, anybody else who knew lines was the champ made got might have got a little intimidated and folded down the stretch, but tor wasn't phased by the belt, you know he does, he doesn't know him as the champ
1: and it really. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not looking at the final score right now, but I think Tor ended up winning by 10, right? Yeah. Kamara had like 12 catches points. or something. Yeah. If we're recalibrating everything right now with all the injuries we had, Alvin Kamara would be the number one pick in the league. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, I could, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he, he'd be yep. yeah. Yep. So Tori is the number one pick. Thankfully for him, he's one and one. Um, he took down our champ. Uh, and going into that game, he had little hope. I'm not sure what the numbers were on the fantasy projections. Um, nobody really believes those things anyway. But a big a big comeback for Tor. A big comeback for Grady. We're going to leave Grady till a little bit later. Grady, if you're listening, we're going to get to you, trust me. Um, but I want to send out a public service announcement to the league. Okay, everyone there is a particular ability and a particular safety net that you have in our league called the IR spot. (laughs) And when let's say you had someone like Debo Samuel, for instance, Um, and let's say you wanted (laughs) to pick up someone or Kenny Galladay, let's say you wanted to pick up someone named Nikhil Harry. You might be thinking, Oh, I have to get rid of Debo Samuel. Well, no, you don't. And I'm just using this as an example. This isn't a particular shot at anyone. Um, You could put Debo Samuel on that IR spot, and then you still have another available spot to pick up someone like Nikhil Harry. So, everyone, please, when looking at your rosters this week, when thinking about picking people up, when putting people on the IR or thinking about doing so, you have that spot available. You can put someone IR, leave them on the shelf like Drew did with Alshon Jeffrey. So, if you need a test case, look at Drew's roster. Look what he's done with
0: Alshon Jeffrey. And then act accordingly. I needed that advice. I uh, I haven't used that all year too, so I'm guilty as well. Be, I haven't I haven't made any
1: mistakes with it, but to be fair, but coming into this podcast today, I could have made that same mistake too. Um, <clears throat> okay. And those are our storylines. Like I said, we're going to get into more about Grady um, during the power rankings. We have two little. New wrinkles in our power rankings, Um, but unless we have anything else, let's get into it. Anchoring our league. Coming in at number twelve, C Murda. Um, I'm feeling pretty vulnerable right now. Uh, I don't think I should be alone. I really need people
3: to talk. It certainly does seem to be raining shit on Joe Cooper right now.
0: Boom, C Murda. You know, uh, you know, it's kind of hard not to look at C murdas Squad and get get a little sad for him. But, uh, you know one thing that can really help this guy out uh he's got cam Newton uh you know sitting on his bench, but uh you know i nobody was beating Luke Duke anyway, you know what I mean, so it this week, I mean, what he put up one sixty so i mean it's 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 a good week to have a bad week, you know what I mean, yeah, we talked about that
1: on Sunday a little bit, um if you're going to have a shitty week, just go go all in on your shitty week, yeah um dude. It's a flawed logic, maybe, but it felt right in the moment when we were having that conversation. Um, I, you know, I see some trade bait for him. You know, He has Cam Newton. He has Deshaun Watson. Um, he can use that IR spot on Michael Thomas. Just going to throw that out there. Um, it, it is looking rough for Connor. It, it's looking quite rough. Um, things can turn quickly in fantasy football, but if anyone
0: needs a win this week, it's him. You know, uh, he, I mean, it, it is kind of looking up. I mean, Odell Beckham kind of showed the shades, uh, you know, 2015 Odell. So, I mean, you know, if he starts ramping it up and Baker gets his head out of his ass, they, uh, you know, I mean, who knows? And Mike Evans, too. I mean, uh, he's he's got some pieces, you know. I mean, a lot of these guys that did well had a lot of stink slots, too. So, it's kind of weird how these guys are putting up big numbers and they're they're leaving points out there, too. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he, it's not like you you look through his roster and you're like, there's
1: not one spot I like. His receivers look good. If OBJ continues as is with like a touchdown a week, um, something like that and about 80, 90 yards, um, that's what – you know, you expect more from him. But at, at baseline, you should expect that. Mike um, Thomas
0: wanted to play on Monday night too. They wouldn't let him. Yeah. Well, you just love a guy like that, right? Love that yeah. heart. Um, right, yeah. heart. Hard doesn't win you fantasy matchups. Well, I, I think his contract situation had a little more to do with it. Okay.
1: Yeah, see, I, I wasn't aware of that. Right now he has a 69-point uh, point differential. So he'll have to turn around this week. Um, I'm playing him this week, so I'm certainly hoping he doesn't turn it around, but he has the roster to do so. Um, let's move on. We're going to move on to number 11 in our power rankings, team Fat
2: Cat.
0: Got are you the man? not? big art. You know uh, he tried the Scotty Miller experiment this week, and uh, I wish I could say that's the reason he lost, but uh, you know he just ran into a bus stop.
2: That's a great team name change. The Scotty Miller experiment. The Scotty
0: <laughs> That does sound like a
1: like a low low budget band in Seattle. The Scotty yeah. Miller experience. He's he's had some close matchups. I mean, he has a point differential of twenty eight. Um, I mean, I'm not looking at his roster currently in the moment. However, I would argue that he probably doesn't have the greatest roster. Um,
2: well, oh, hold on, I'm about to, hold on a sec. Is,
0: is he love cats? Is Art a big cat guy? Art's a big cat he, He's guy. got a savage cat, man. His cat catches fucking rabbits.
2: That, Art's that's team's awesome. Art's team is pretty good, by the way. He was for pro- our whole matchup. He actually was projected to beat me up until Tyreek Hill caught like a. 50 yard touchdown, or something like that. And then, well, they, and then Gibson, they didn't factor in
1: that yeah. you'd be doing chores either. So, no, you know, the chores yeah. add
2: you about 10 points. Yeah, <laughs> they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't factor in the shed life, but dude, his team is good. Like, he's got um, Chris Godwin was out, so he, that's that's what prompted the Scotty Miller experiment. Um, but his team is actually really good. I, I think Art, looking at Art's team, I think Art's a top six team. I don't think, I think, yeah, Lamar.
0: Lamar's yeah. not going to put up too many more 17s. A
2: ty dropped
0: a 40-yard bomb. I, you know, I mean, a lot of guys fell for the Scotty Miller experiment. You know, uh, but it, I, I feel like those guys a of a guys play fell for against, that. Uh, he he. he, he if they if they were to watch the film, he, uh, he
2: looks as forgettable as his name sounds. <laughs> I'm waiting. I've just been waiting for Walker to go, Scotty, <laughs> Scotty, <laughs> Scotty, with the phone <laughs> in <your book. laughs> uh, No, he's got a good team though. He's got the Frenchman. He's got Ingram, John Brown, T.Y. Hilton, Chris Godwin, Lamar Jackson. He's the top six team. I was scared going into it. I think our bounce is back next yeah, week. Yeah, be be real. Yeah, I might try to make a trade with him. uh he's in in one of those
1: desperation positions where you might need to make a trade um although i i I would worry that he doesn't check his fantasy thing enough to make a trade but i digress um art there's hope for you you probably should have beat drew but drew made a shed so he he's a he has 100 percent win percentage when he makes sheds um all right let's get into our number 10 team the cuppies
2: at the end of the league, when I win, I'm going to take a small bottle of champagne and spray my ass.
0: Cole, man, uh, you <laughs> know, we, we kind of touched on this earlier. Like, I kind of feel like if I'm going to lose, I'd hate to lose on a week where I put up like 140 points like he did. But you know what? Uh, it can't feel good, you know, especially with McCaffrey going down and the winning points on your bench with Edelman. But, uh, you know, that might demoralize the average soldier. But instead of retreat, looking for his egress points, I expect an all-out assault next week. Maybe some guerrilla tactics. A desperate man is a dangerous man.
2: Wow. Whoa. I was caught off guard.
0: Yeah,
1: That was a nice – yeah. I mean, I don't even know if I want to add more to that. That was perfect. Um, Cole's – look, Cole's team is very ram-heavy. Yeah. he, he's obviously in on the Rams. I know he has some strategies that Walker's privy to, obviously, because they're in close proximity, um, unlike some of the rest of the people in the Hawk Dog. But, look, that was a tough week. He faced um, a buzzsaw in Grady and a guy who needed to win more than anyone in the fantasy universe. This ends now! <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Cole... I saw him after his loss, um, and, you know, at that point he thought he was going to win, so he was in better mood, but I imagine it was tough for him last night. Um, he's got a good team. He can beat anyone in any given week. Like Drew said before with Art, I think he is a top-six team, which makes him a playoff team. Um, he's going to be tough to beat, but good guy, Walker. That
0: was great. Yeah, You know, it's something else about Cole, too. I mean, he's, to Cole, there's nothing special about Chris Carson just because he wears the Seahawks jersey. He will bench him if he feels someone else will do better. So I wouldn't do that. Go Hawks. I was teaching
1: decisiveness to one of my clients today and being assertive. And I just wish they could get like about a day with Cole. I wish I could send one of my <laughs> clients insane. to hang out with Cole for a day. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that would be great for a substance use habit, but would a good. It would be good for his decisiveness.
2: Yeah,
0: just way he makes a decision, he's he's sticking to it. Exactly, assertive. Um,
1: all right, we're gonna move on from the Cuppies. Um, we're gonna move on to our next team, number nine, Players underscore Galladay. <laughs>
3: She sneaks around the
1: world from India to ben, Carolina. She's a sticky-fingered
2: wheelchair from Berlin down to Belize. Ben, She's taking for ben, a ride on a snowmobile to China.
0: Tell me where in the world is Carmen Diego? Man, I uh, I moved down. Thanks for the
1: underscore, by the way. What? Thanks for the underscore.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all you, buddy. That's, that one's for you. Yeah. I, uh, you know... Uh, I, I have been using my IR spot, you know. But uh, I had four players that scored under four point five, three players that scored under nine point eight. So seven out of my ten players scored nine point eight, and I still had a ninety five. I I'm trying to look at the bright side there. Try my best. Yeah, and you you're at 2- two
1: hundred twenty one points for two hundred twenty eight points against. Um, you've had some, you know. You could easily be 2 and 0. You could easily be 0 2. You're sitting at one on one. You're one of those people who could have used that IR knowledge beforehand. Um,
0: my all my nostalgia team really showed their age this week. But
1: yeah. You know what? You got a guy uh, named LaVisca on your team, too. I don't know about that. Ty Royal
0: Moochie Wallace, University of Miami. Disquarius Green Jr., University of Notre Dame. Ibrahim Moisos. University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Jack Marius, taxeratrix, Michigan State University.
2: The Isaiah T. Billings Clyde, Coastal Carolina University. The Jasper Probing Crux III, South Carolina State University.
0: Lioz Maxwell-Jillian, East Carolina University.
2: Jabaris, Jamar Jabaris, and Lamar, University of Middle Tennessee.
0: The Voin Shower Handle. University of Southern Mississippi. Oh, you're tripping. You got watching highlights. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll put that on my to-do list. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. 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 At the top.
1: A special place in hell
2: for people who look <laughs> at Lavisca <laughs> Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's uh, another guy you should watch some highlights of. His name is Kenny and Drake. I hope no one heard that. Yeah. Uh, Walker, man. Can't
1: hang out with that guy. It's
2: Drake. <laughs> all Drake, all the time.
1: <laughs> Kenny Galladay, man. Uh, not only does Detroit need him, you need him badly. Um, when you have a- an AJ Green in your starting lineup, he looks like a shell of himself.
0: Not that young. Um, oh, I think you're tripping, man. He he's he's he just hasn't had enough time with Burrow. Uh, you know what's funny though? I do like like just when the good news starts coming in with Galladay, you a bunch of people are like, "I want Galladay." I'm like, "Yeah, well." I want Lauren Tannehill to leave her husband for me, but you're, it's not happening.
1: Yep. Take time, hot dog people. Look up Lauren Tannehill. That's it. That's
0: it. I think it's smart. And uh, betting on the Atlanta offense was really smart. Um, I, you know, if, if my squad was a Madden team, uh, you know, you wouldn't want to see me.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to see you now, man, especially if you talk about Ken Drake like you do. Yeah, I don't even want to uh-huh. keep talking about you. <laughs> um, I think it was great on on uh, the Seahawks game this weekend Walker uh, slowly walked out of the side of the house and closed the door ever so gently and like peeked in because he was so nervous about Cam Newton potentially scoring um, that was pretty cute uh,
0: yeah adorable <laughs> adorable yeah a true fan a true fan in a moment of crisis I, you, but it you ended up working out for you for that I'm, I'm I was the bad luck guy Every time Camp yeah. Newton got in the one, Dave and I are like, well, I wonder what the fuck they're going to do.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I hung out with Walker and Cole this weekend, if you didn't know that already. Um.
3: We're going to take a brief pause in the power rankings and get into a new segment I like to call Deep Talks and Deep Thoughts with the hot dog resident fantasy therapist, yours truly. On the couch this week, we have owner of CDs Nuts, Grady. We're going to look at Grady's last week. Some of the anxiety, some of the ambivalence. We're going to take a look at some real grief and loss on his fantasy team. And we're going to end on a positive note and a reframe of his fantasy season after a big win. So, let's get into it.
1: Okay, so... Fantasy football, we all have teams. We all have different kinds of psychology in the way we soothe ourselves and use skills in the moment to either take our attention away or pay more attention to our teams and games. For some people, it's building sheds, a more productive coping skill. Um, Does that lead to fantasy wins? I don't know. I'm not going to tell Drew any different. It worked this week. For me, it's checking uh, red zone incessantly. Um, Coming up with potential trade offers, not making them, looking at waiver wires, looking at fantasy pros, looking at digesting all the fantasy content I possibly can. Okay, let's talk about Grady's psychology this week. So during the week, we were looking at the hot dog report like I was, and we saw that Saquon was on the market. And like vultures, many of us circled Grady's team and threw trades at him from left and right. Some fair, some not. I know I did. You know you did I know, um, I know, I know. Drew did. He offered the trade. I did too. Um, Grady pondered those trades. How likely was he what to accept one of these trades? I don't know. Maybe none of us will never know. But he may have came close. Okay. So Grady walks into this week. He has Saquon PTSD. He had Saquon last year. Um, he, he came into our draft like 30 minutes before it started. He got him again this year. He was forced into taking him. Right? Who would have not? T- I would have taken Saquon. Would you, have, Walker?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, okay. we're all yeah, yeah, of course.
1: So he goes I, I into this
0: forum last year. Yeah, Of course, I would. I, you know, like to say I wouldn't have, but me I, too. And
1: this week, what happens? We're, we're not watching the Giants game because we know we have better things to do with our life. But we're maybe checking things, and we see that Saquon has hurt his hamstring, and it quickly comes out that it's probably going to be season-ending. Right?
0: Oh yeah, I think we all kind of. I think all our hearts kind of. <laughs> I, I, I think I can feel everybody just feeling for Grady
1: yes and Cole sinks to an or excuse me Grady sinks except Cole yeah everybody sinks Cole. Everybody. Cole went, probably thought he was going to win after that right yeah
0: yeah yeah Cole was like uh, yeah
1: yeah so Grady's Saquon fears have been realized right the morale, trauma the yeah. anxiety it has been realized it only reinforces these emotions morale um, is low yes and look look He's playing the Cuppies. The Cuppies are scoring. Tyler Higby has like 11 touchdowns. He's not only going to lose Saquon, he's going to be 0-2. He had a rough year last year. Everything's happening again. It's like a nightmare. It's like Groundhog Day. However. But just like the at- pioneers of the Old West, he circles the wagon, starts coming back. starts coming back. He starts momentum, starts building. And then the Seahawks game happens, and then you see Grady's text starting to get pretty interesting and funny. He starts congratulating Cole for a win that week. You start looking at his roster. You see that he has one of the best tight ends in the league, and you start wondering, why is he doing that? Why is he hedging? Why is he making these? Um, he's pulling you know, all the strings. Reverse doing, jinx. Give
0: me how many? How many religions can I pull here? Yeah. You know how many guys and, can pull for me?
1: And and then he goes into you know and he's playing Cole, who gets like what a one one forty five.
2: Yeah.
0: You not – I mean,
1: not a modest number. And and then we go into Monday night. We see Darren Waller catch everything. We see him get a touchdown, and he goes past Cole, beats Cole. Nobody needed to win more than Grady. This is my most intriguing event, or should I say events of the week. Grady, we got into it deeply. I got into it deeply, but we are happy for you as a Hawk Dog League. We want to keep you in this league, and being at 1-on-1 on one right now is a godsend to your team
0: and this, this was not an easy thing to this, I mean with Torres come back too I mean he had stiff competition for this spot right here too so it was not easy to uh, do what he did and it was even harder to uh, to get this uh, recognition for it too
3: that's it for this week's edition of deep thoughts and deep talks with your fantasy therapist if you feel like you're having fantasy trouble you don't know who to start, you don't know who to drop you're up late at night reading article after article from people you've never heard of, about fantasy players who are either on your team, on someone else's team, or lingering on the waiver wire. Please call 206-409-5778. Next week, we don't know who will be on this couch, but we know this, if they have an open heart and an open mind, there's a good chance we can turn around their fantasy season. Thank you. See you next week. Now, let's move back to our power rankings.
1: To go straight into number eight. Our number eight team, Genius Tendencies. Down goes Frazier, down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier.
2: Lines, our champ. Our champ
0: took, you know, uh, took an L. Took an L. Yeah, he, he took it. It's been a while, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I saw some big time Brian Brian Edwards highlights though on Monday night, man.
0: He, yeah, he, he was right about him. You know, I feel like uh, Lines like. I feel there's like, he was texting me a lot on Sunday. I feel like there's a lot of passion to, uh, chime in on the Hawk dog chat group, but it's kind of like that guy that you work with that you don't introduce yourself to at first. and then like two months go by and you see him (laughs) again, you're like, Oh, this is, this is awkward. I can't do this. (laughs) (laughs) You lost your chance, right?
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's perfect.
1: Uh, It is. Um, yeah, I mean, genius tendencies, um, T- a tough loss, um, but like I said, it was the comeback of the week. Um, he must have been pretty confident, and this week, he's playing the Dementors, and right now, they're almost even, so that's going to be, we're going to have to like circle that as maybe the matchup of the week. Um, Bob's 2-0, Genius Tens, he's 1-1. My guess is, if you won a, ch- a fantasy league and you're sitting at 1-1, you're not too scared about anything. He has Devontae Parker. He's got Devontae Adams. We'll see how Devontae Adams' health is going forward. Oh, Um, that's a
0: big – when he went down, I was like, God damn it, that fucker has bones like glass, man. He's like worse than T.Y.
1: James Conner came back in a big way last week. He's got two really, really good tight ends. Um, Lions is going to be competitive going forward. That matchup
0: is going to be big this week. Um,
1: He's kind of like –
0: he's put up like 130 in both weeks, so he's pretty reliable, man. He's like a – like a – mutual fund or something
2: lines is rolling so. with the two tight end approach just so you know as it currently stands
0: it, it, it looked pretty good Which, early last week you know i mean he was tor had to tor had to you know pull out i mean he had to have some amazing shit happen to to beat him so it was uh lines is no he's he's not walking the park
1: no but the two tight end, pro,
0: tight end approach is rare it's really it's, rare in fantasy yeah in, in any yeah but, you know, I mean, I, if anybody's going to do it, it's the genius tendencies. Yes, yes. Uh, he, he's, the, he's setting the tone.
1: Yeah. So, genius tendencies. Um, we're going to move on from him. We're going to move on straight into number seven, the staggering
0: Stallions. Man, stager was going up against me this week. And uh, early – I mean, like, in the first game, I was like, oh, yes. Uh, Ronald Jones scored a touchdown. I was thinking this was good. And then I turned on the 49er game, and Raheem Moser did an 80-yard touchdown on his first touch <laughs> of the fucking game. Was like, this has got to be bad omen. I, you know?
1: It's and then subs- be- subsequently gets hurt. So that could be big for his team.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, the whole 49ers. I mean, well – you know, I, I don't know, man. His running backs are pretty good. I mean, what, he's got James Robinson on his bench, too. I mean, if you want to talk trade bait, I mean, if you need a running back, you know, hit up uh, the stud, what, uh, steak? <laughs> Mark's Mighty homo-
2: man. man. Yeah, Mark's <laughs> Mighty Man,
1: yeah. His homoerotic team names have, have tripped you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's got Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook. You're right. He, he has a slew of good backs in the stable. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you know. He has Wentz. Wentz has underperformed thus far. Um, The wentz -Er Ertz connection isn't in a full swing, that famous connection that we always talk about. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, Steger, he's always – like last year and this year, Steger's drafts teams that score a lot of points, um, that's generally good in fantasy. Last year he caught a bad string of luck. You would think that would
0: not continue this year. So You got to watch out for Zach Ertz whenever Julie Ertz is in the media. Whenever okay. Julie's getting some news, Zach you, Ertz is going to go big. You have a good, uh, uh, you know, lexicon of
1: players' wives. Do you spend a lot of time looking at players' wives?
0: Uh, you know, Julie uh, – Cole calls Zach Ertz Julie Ertz. So, <laughs> I, it's hard for me to forget Okay, Julie. Okay, that's on Cole. <laughs> <He's, yeah. laughs> that's a, that's yes.
1: a great pun, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got him good. Um, Okay, Let's uh let's move away from the staggering stud stallions. Um, we're gonna move into number we're gonna move into number six, Mr Unlimited.
0: Unlimited. Mr. Mr. Unlimited. Mr. I think- Unlimited is another guy that circled the wagons this week. I mean, I you know what? I if he was sitting at 0 and two, I you know, I wouldn't have much to say. But uh man, Tor 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 needs some love this week. He did really well. Yeah, you'd love, you
2: love to see the new guy come back like that week two. You know, there was a lot so of, good to see. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, the hot dog reporter was behind
1: Cole, or behind um, Tor. Excuse me. <laughs> um, and we spent a lot of time on tour earlier. Um, he, like I said, he has the number one pick in fantasy now. Um, recalibrating things. He has Eckler. He has a lot of you know Tor drafted well. Um, he's in the league now. We're rooting for him. Um, at least now until all of our teams play his team, of course. Um, but we're going to move on. We're going to move on to number five. Biden's warriors. Get
0: hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn that, 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 that turn, uh, 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 blonde in the sun and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So it was And then watch the hair come back up again. I tried you know- to troll Bob. And I lost.
1: That's the yeah, story. Yeah, That's I the was, story.
0: The first, yeah. We, when you when you were talking about his uh, his hernia and him taking two L's, I was thinking, is overconfidence a weakness?
1: Uh, this week it was. Uh, Bob had a, a just an amazing week. His team is is scary, especially if you're watching <laughs> Kyler Murray and you're playing against him. And it's like when he gets off the bench, he gets six fantasy points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just for showing, <laughs> just for shooting up.
0: Um. He I, – I got a – Aaron Jones got a 43, and I lost.
2: Whoa.
0: Yeah, you – I mean, early on, that – I mean, you know what? That was another one where – I mean, that was another <laughs> one we could have added into the comeback, uh, you know, the great comebacks, because you were up by a lot before that Arizona game. You know, I mean, that was only at noon or one thirty or something, but uh, I remember you texting, like, uh, in the third quarter, like, it's over, Bob. Kyler Murray's just going to score 100. Well, I,
1: I didn't – I've never played against Kyler Murray before in fantasy. I looked at the, the stats. I was like, well, Keenan Allen has – um, what's his name? as quarterback, Justin Herbert. I was like, this should go well for me. And then <laughs> just everything st- – I started doing a workout. I started working – like I, with Drew and the Shed, I kind of do workouts cause, to like relieve my anxiety on fantasy days. Yeah. And then I kept checking back in. It was like six points, eight points. I'm like, this is over, man. And then the, I lost that matchup on the DK Metcalf touchdown. Oh, yeah. he's got I mean, DK. You know I was That's just kind looking for
0: a sweet way to lose. Yeah,
1: bro. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was great to see that. I've never seen a matchup profiled as much like during a game and after a game. It was sweet.
0: Yeah, you guys had. I mean, you know, uh, I was I was jealous of all of the matchup uh, the matchup tension all you guys had because I I I had none of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wanted to get in on that. Bad. You're I, sort of. I was looking out. You're on the fence because earlier you
1: said uh, you like if you're just gonna have a bad week, just have a bad week. But you're also kind of like, man, I wish that my team was still in it, and I had this back and forth. So it's like both it, ways, right?
0: It, you know, it took a meal and a few hours for me to get the the anger out of me <laughs> in like the morning. Two,
1: yeah, two big glasses of warm milk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now um, We're going to move on, we're going to move on from number 5, Biden's Warriors. We're going to move straight into number 4,
0: CDs Nuts. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. And we're back to Grady. You know what? Grady nobody cer like we said it before, nobody circles the wagons like Grady. He had a rough start with Saquon going out. But uh if you're one of those that looks for signs or reading tea leaves or waving fish bones, Fantasy Guys sent you a message, Grady, that you're better off without them, and you're also better off just joining the draft in round two next year. And we spent a lot of time on – and by the way, if you're playing a drinking
1: game where every time you drink, Walker, or every time Walker says circle the wagons you drink,
0: you'll be drunk by now.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, but we I spoke- will
0: say I'm looking for some spiritual help with my fantasy team. I'm I'm pulling all the strings.
1: Oh yeah, we, Walker needs like a fantasy support group.
0: I don't. I, um, I, got, I got I got an inside line on uh, on a spiritual. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to get in on it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to get into it. You know, that's that's privy information. You know. Okay.
1: Well, we spent a lot of time on CDs, nuts, um, and. He jumped in the power rankings pretty high. Uh, like you look at his roster, um, and he's like one of those people who's gonna be close at the end, you would you would suspect. Um
2: second most points in the league right now.
0: Yeah. And he's probably who's, got who's like on the that? most scored against him too. I I'm not looking at it, but
2: his team is real scary. He's got Yeah, Luke
0: Duke has the most. Nobody's looking.
2: Yeah, Luke Duke's number one at two seventy one. Grady's in second point scored, and Dave, you are. Oh no! Then it goes the copies
1: by like two points. Yeah, by like
2: point. No, by like point zero two, and then you, and then a bunch of people. Yeah, but yeah, so, Cole up there is pretty surprising.
0: He's a paper tiger, man. Yeah, we we haven't seen the last of him.
2: I just offered to betray yeah. and he rejected it in like thirty seconds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's awesome, <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: I mean, Cole's learned how to decline a trade. let you know, maybe the accepting's a little bit too difficult, but he knows how <laughs> to bat one down. Painful um, lessons are learned uh, the hardest. So we're gonna move into, we're gonna stop the power rankings really quick. We're gonna move into another segment. It's called Walker's Worst Move of the Week.
2: Unfortunately,
0: my worst move of the week. Uh, Is we're going to go back to Grady uh, not accepting Drew's offer for. uh, Drew offered him Tyreek Hill and Leonard Fournette for Saquon, no strings attached. And uh, so you're not only. The power move on him and held out. You're not only accepting a trade,
1: you're like destroying another team too.
0: Oh, yeah. That would have crippled Drew and given Grady the the Triforce. The the tides would have turned. It would have parted the seas, and Grady would have had the. Uh, he, he probably would have put up two hundred this week.
2: I think, Dave, I would have been sitting on your couch being psychoanalyzed during your segment earlier yeah. on in the power rankings because yeah, I would and, have been and, crushed, <laughs> and I would have had to
1: fake my excitement about him not taking the trade that I offered him.
2: Oh, and Drew, Drew <laughs> would Drew wouldn't
0: have been doing this podcast. He'd be he, he'd be working on the shed right now.
2: Oh yeah, twenty four seven nonstop.
0: I, yeah, I love how like. Drew's family and like his wife is
1: like the benefit of his fantasy anxiety. Like Drew's really productive with it, you know. Yeah,
2: that's that's part of the goodwill. You gotta <laughs> yeah, you gotta do something saying. productive. You can't just like you know do something selfish.
0: Yeah, it's, so I, I I think you do it because you want to get on the good side of God secretly.
2: Football gods, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's an effective coping skill too. Now um, to be
2: to be fair, Fournette was coming off a week where he had like. Thirteen total yards, so it was more of like a Tyreek for Saquon with a little dash of Fournette on top. But what it this this weekend totally shifted the scales of that trade because Fournette went off for twenty five points. Saquon got hurt. I when I I was working on the shed and I had red zone like on like the audio through a speaker, so I was listening to it. And when the Fournette when the, the Saquon injury went down, I and then at the same time Fournette was like. Bursting loose for like fifty-yard touchdowns, I was just like, "Oh God!" <laughs> like, I don't know. I felt it was bittersweet.
0: But, you know, I was on the opposite end of that because going down the stretch of that game, I was like, "All right, they got the lead. That's, you know, I didn't need much to get past Steger, You know, even though I did bad, I was just like, let's feed Rojo. And then once Leonard Fournette scored that touchdown, I was like, "Well, he's gonna be on my bench for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: yeah. This, this experiment
0: is over." Yeah. So, so yeah, we can, you know,
1: Grady's got a ton of time on the Hawk Dog Report today. He deserves it. He had an interesting week. Um, and he's also a, a loyal listener. Um, not only does he listen, he lets us know. We appreciate the feedback, Grady. Make suggestions as, uh, you know, as they come. Um, and you know, stop hassling Walker about Kenyon Drake, uh, obviously, <laughs> but we're going to move into number three. Um, Number three in the power rankings: the Dementors. Wow,
2: prison sounds horrible.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Andy. Thanks.
2: Prison, Mike. What's the very, very worst thing about prison? To encourage him.
0: The worst thing about prison was the was the Dementors. They
1: were flying all over the place and they were scary. And then they come down and they suck the soul out of your body and it height
0: Bobby Digital, man. You know what? I I was looking at Bob's squad in the beginning of the year and I don't know why I wasn't in love with it, but Murray, Chubb, Kelsey, Metcalf. I mean, you redo the draft right now and those guys are gone early, earlier, you know, all those guys. Yes. And look, playing his team this week, um,
1: the Nick, really he probably won that matchup with the Nick Chubb game. That was a huge game.
0: Um, i mean i i have uh my i, I wrote on my notes uh may, maybe i'll share it later when i'm feeling a little better about myself later uh my my fantasy rankings and uh i had Chubb up there as a second back this year, but i think i overestimated uh, baker's uh <laughs> bullshit you have, what, what, explain to me what these rankings are i, I just <laughs> i just made like a, a you know a top 10 list or top you know, oh, okay. Uh, how many guys, I felt like doing that: quarterback, wide receiver, and running back. And uh, I'm not ready to share it right now, but uh, <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe later. are pre-draft rankings. You're not yeah. ready to share them, okay? <laughs> <laughs> cool. uh,
1: you let us know, man. We'll devote some time to it. Yeah. Um, the, look, I can't. I've never. I've managed like two fantasy leagues, but I imagine it sucks to manage a fantasy league and not be competitive within it. Um, so. I'm happy for Bob in that respect. Um, Watching DK Metcalf score that touchdown and beat me, it was hard to get mad at that. He's just a really likable player, and obviously I like the Seahawks. I used to be a Raiders fan, but fuck the Raiders. Um, So, (laughs) you know, Bob, great week. You beat me. You beat me good. I tried to troll you, and you got me. Um, I hope it's not a, you know, predictor of this year's election, but I digress. Um, Let's move into number two. Coming in number two. Um, so hyphy, hyphy
3: Go down, dog, I'm high fee. Got my go Go dog high fee.
0: Yeah, for Drew, you know, I mean, you know, my natural reaction is to kinda of <laughs> downplay Drew, but you know, in my notes for Drew I started off with saying show the love. <laughs> wide receivers running backs he's probably got the best group of six in the league and he left some shine on the bench so uh i don't know who his next week opponent is but uh watch out now
2: for z yeah
0: when i look at drew's team i see that logan thomas and i'm just
1: like you can't beat a team with logan thomas starting a tight end no, <laughs> have
2: you seen logan thomas <laughs> i know he's even- like a six eight <laughs> former quarterback that got that's from virginia like tech 20 right? targets I don't fucking know where he went to school. Tynan, he, wait, he's on Washington, though, right? He's on the football team.
0: Yeah, I think targets are overrated on a team
2: like that. Targets are never overrated.
0: Yeah, uh, they are when they're like, you know, twenty yards over your head when Quinn Haskins is throwing you the ball. Uh, I'm having there's no reliable targets.
2: I'm having a little deja vu by saying to you guys next week you'll be talking about. How Logan Thomas is the next Darren Waller. I said the same thing last year about Pops Hawkinson well. when I used my number one claim on Hawkinson, and then he ended up being a piece of shit. But he's on my team now. Yeah, he's on your team now. <laughs> but I, you know what? I had one of those like weeks of clarity, right? So, like Josh Allen defined himself as my starting quarterback, hands down. I'm not going to start Aaron Rodgers unless there's an injury. Antonio Gibson showed that he's going to be the guy in Washington. So now he's in my lineup. Fournette proved that he's probably going to be the starter in Tampa Bay. I'm feeling good, guys. Feeling real good.
0: I would too, man. Uh, Clarity. So, so I, I think we're going to need a comparison, though. Logan Thomas is the next who?
2: Darren Waller. Uh, he's the next Logan you can't Thomas, man. You know,
0: the, the <laughs> Darren Waller? What?
2: He's the same guy.
0: He's the next dead left shrimp.
1: Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Do tell, man. Where'd Where'd that come from? Um, maybe he's, I don't know. It's just, you look at his name and it just makes me laugh. Um, I look, I could, I could see a scenario where, um, Dwayne Hassan gets nervous and just throws those tight end a lot and that could benefit you. Um, but I, I like Henry Ruggs was a really good pick. And I think at some point this season, David Carr or Derek Carr is going to discover that he has Henry Ruggs on his team and throw it to him. Um, and in, in the event that that happens, that'll be a really good pick. You got good two rookie r- wide receivers you got some trade bait if you want to make a trade and gibson looks like he's the guy and if gibson turns in to a workhorse your team um
2: looks like a top three team hey quick question top three target leaders among tight ends this year who are they
0: uh Uh, Kelsey, kelsey
2: the leading questions Kelsey, um,
0: Fant, and, uh, well, I'm guessing Thomas is up there. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm saying Kelsey, Fant, and Hawkinson.
2: Hawkinson's nowhere near the top. <laughs> it's Darren Waller with 24. Oh, shit. Travis Kelsey with 20. And Logan Thomas with 17.
0: Okay, well, so he had – I thought you just said he had seven, did He have all 17 last week.
2: He had eight targets week one, nine targets week two.
0: That's promising. How, how many catches in each week? We don't worry about catches. We just worry yeah, about how, targets. How close, <laughs> and also, how close is the fourth and fifth? Are they all like, – We don't <laughs> worry about yardage. We don't worry
2: about how far <laughs> they went. We just worry about targets. You guys shut your goddamn mouths. It's, it's okay. a world of opportunity out there.
1: <laughs> You're sitting pretty – you lost your spot, though, and you lost your spot. And we're going to get into number one, our top of the league, our newcomer, one of our newcomers, Team Zimmerman.
0: To now, man. Luke Duke, no Kittle, no problem. Luke Duke left usable points on the bench, too. This could have been a lot uglier. Who'd he start at tight end? Oh, John Smith. John Smith. Janu Smith. Oh, Janu. But he had that. Here, hold on, let me pull up his roster. We've got
2: three teams here. rolling with two tight ends this week. I've never seen that before in my life. He does? Yeah, he's starting Janu and Kittle. And he's, he hasn't even had
1: 200 points scored against them yikes i didn't realize that yeah he said
2: he's had soft matchups, but he is leading the league in points there's nothing to be said about that he would have won either way true true
0: true calvin ridley is like he's like lendo white and chris
2: johnson man he's this he's he's complete touchdown vulture calvin ridley is leading all wide receivers and running backs in our league in points he's the number one point scorer amongst wide receivers and running backs so far
0: yeah well Julio's doing the hard work.
2: <laughs> Julio's doing God's work. <laughs> 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 Opening up the lanes. Yeah. How hey, many teams do do we have in the playoffs this year? I think it's still four, right? Four, okay. A... What did he I tell you face. about Luke Duke, though, man? He's resourceful. He yeah, plugs he in Deontay Johnson. He's drafts... Did he... he drafts Johnnie Smith.
0: You know, looking at his team, I think he goes out of his way to not – guys that are like uh front runners yeah, he's like nah i'm gonna i'm gonna nah and you know what after watching all these uh fucking fantasy updates for my players with like some bald dude in a sweater in his living room I, I don't <laughs> <wait on it. laughs>
1: yeah i get like messages at two in the morning from a guy named like dalton del don about like the top five sleepers on like the Jets this week.
0: Who the it's, fuck like, are these guys? That
1: sounds like a miserable job to have. Even though I love sports, that sounds like a miserable job.
0: Well, it's probably a great gig, but who the fuck cares? I mean, who are these guys? Where do they Where do they find these these folks?
1: I love the idea of Luke Luke Duke getting like different information based on his time zone. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we miss all that information because we're asleep. he's in the future, man. He gets it before us. He's he's number one man. He has the highest points, lowest points scored. Um, he's you know he's he, he's in control of the league.
0: Who's he playing this week?
2: The champion.
0: Oh, that's that's a good matchup. I love that she, matchup. I like we, got that. New, uh, yeah, we got the, the new number one, the new number one,
2: the new the new kid in town versus that's the, the matchup champ of the week. That is the matchup of the week.
0: Yep, there you go. A, that's the prime time matchup, baby.
2: All was, right,
0: that's a. Bit, Matchup of the week highlighted. Um, Mark your calendars,
1: folks. Get your <laughs> popcorn ready. We'll cover that next week. Um, maybe we'll hear from Walker's pre-draft rankings. Um, <laughs> we'll get if, into
2: the fancy. Go ahead. If Luke wins this week, we're gonna have to get him on a. We're gonna have to get a, get a little guest interview from live from Thailand. Yeah, I, I love I, it. Yeah, yep, yep. I'll rearrange my schedule. Yep.
1: Um, and then maybe we can get lines
0: in for a championship. hopefully hopefully next week i won't have to do this remotely again especially from hilltop i hope i won't be here i hope every week you're in a different spot in washington (laughs) (laughs) it's uh it's getting dark over here
1: (laughs) all right fellas um that's it for the week two of the hawk dog report um we'll be back next week we don't know exactly what day we'll be there but we'll try to be consistent and come through every single week um Get ready for a big Thursday night matchup between Miami and Jacksonville. I'll see you guys next week. All right. Peace out, guys. See you guys.